Right, so if you missed that, I'm a detective. I solve mysteries, and I'm here because I've been given a very important assignment. There was an incident in this very room, this time last week. This very room, the Riverbank room, I've been told. There were lots of people gathering together, celebrating a man who'd been raised from the dead. Who was there? Who was here for that, that service? Hands up. Okay, good, you can help me. A bit hot, hot in here. Excuse me, take these uh, silly hats and scarf off. You have the heating on well in this place. Well done. Good. So, there was a group of people here, and they were celebrating a man raised from the dead. I've been told on good evidence what happened at that service. There was some funny-looking person playing the guitar. Anyone remember him? He spoke with a funny accent. Not sure who that was. Um, There was a talk. Did you hear the talk? Someone by the name of Mead gave a talk. Anyone remember that? Anyone by the name of Mead here? Is, is, Is Mead here? Anyone, no one at all by the name of Mead? No. He must have heard I was coming and got scared and run away with all his family. I'll find him, don't you worry. I'll find him. Okay, yes. So this group of people were celebrating, and apparently, I'm told, they were saying that 2,000 years ago, someone called Jesus rose from the dead. And not only that, these people were celebrating that he's alive today, that he's still alive, and that he's offering eternal life to anyone who believes in him. Now, I'm a detective, and it's my job to ask questions. And that sounds a bit far-fetched to me. So I thought, I need to do some investigating when someone gave me this this lead. So I looked into it, and I found that there's millions, even billions of people across the world who also believe this same thing. So I thought to myself, I'd better find out if this is true. Because if this really is true, if there really was a man called Jesus who lived 2,000 years ago and claimed to be the Son of God and died on a cross, and rose again, if that's true, that changes everything. That changes everything about how I have to live, because it means that everything he said must be true. It means I have to take him seriously. So I'm going to investigate today if Jesus really did rise from the dead, and I need you to help me. Can you guys all help me with that? Everyone up for that? So what we're going to do, you guys are going to sing a few songs, and while you sing... I'm going to go off and do some more investigating, some more research. Then I'll come back and you guys can help me find some clues, some evidence to help me work out if Jesus really did rise from the dead. that okay? One more thing to say. My uh, my friend over here with the glasses, I think he's told you about these letters. Has everyone told you about these letters? That's important. These are going to be a bit of uh, evidence later on. So I need everyone to colour in these letters for me. Do your best colouring. And at the end, you can share from what you've done, and you can help me solve another clue, okay? Good. So, you're going to sing another song? I'll be back afterwards with another clue. Okay, I've been doing a bit of hunting, and I've found some clues. They're out the back here. A whole bag of clues. So, I'm going to need some help to find some clues from this bag. So would anybody on the front row here, or anybody who's sitting in the church, like to come and help me find a clue from this bag? Whose hand did I see first? Mackenzie, you want to come up? Now you're looking for... All right, guys, you can watch if you want. You're looking for a a parcel in this bag that's got the number one on it, okay? Have you found it? What's the number? One. One. Excellent. Great. So can you open that up for me, Mackenzie? What have you got there? A sword. Open it up. Let me see. Wow, look at that. 
a sword. So what's that got to do with Jesus coming back from the dead? Jesus wasn't killing people. Let me tell you that my first thought when I, when I found out about this, um, this incident of Jesus coming back from the dead, my first thought was, I wonder if he never really died. Because I'm a detective. And I think strange things don't normally happen. Like people coming back from the dead. That doesn't normally happen. So I thought, what if on the cross, Jesus didn't really die? What if he just fainted? Because he was so tired, he was so exhausted, and everyone thought he was dead. Then he went to the tomb, and he woke up again. And that's how it happened. He didn't really die on the cross. So what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd find out and do some research about the Roman soldiers that were there when he died. So have you ever seen a Roman soldier, Mackenzie? No, they lived a long time ago. Have you ever seen pictures of one? Has anyone seen a picture? Nolan, you've seen a picture of a Roman soldier? Wow. Can anyone tell me, what does a Roman soldier look like? What do they have in their hands? Yeah, Toby. Swords. And what about in their other hand? Shield, normally, yeah. And have they got any armour on? Anything like that? What have they got on them? On their heads? Helmets, yeah. Roman soldiers were really good at fighting. Thanks, Mackenzie. I'll have that. You can sit down now. Thanks, guys. Put that one over here. They were, they were experts at killing people. So those Roman soldiers that were, that were with Jesus when he was on the cross, they knew what a dead person looked like. They were experts at killing people. And it's not that hard to tell, is it, what a dead person looks like. But I thought to myself, that's one thing. I wonder if those Roman soldiers who were there when Jesus died, did any tests to find out if he really was dead. Because here's another thing about Roman soldiers. You might not know this. Roman soldiers, if they, if they had a prisoner and that prisoner escaped, then they would be killed if that prisoner escaped. So those soldiers, when Jesus was on the cross, if he escaped, they would be killed. So they would have wanted to know he was dead. So I found this book. Now, I know you've got a few of these books lying around. It's called a Holy Bible. It's a, it's a book, Bible, thank you. It's a book full of documents. You should read this, it's amazing. It's got eyewitness testimony about what happened when Jesus was on the cross. And I found a verse in this book that was really interesting. I'd like you to turn, it, uh, turn with it, turn to it with me, if you can. If you've got one of these books. If not, don't worry, I'll read it out. It's on page 906. And it's one of the books of the Bible called John's Gospel. Okay? That's one of the eyewitness accounts of Jesus' life and death and resurrection. Hi there, you want to come and join them? <laughs> so let me read to you John chapter 19. Now this is where Jesus was, was killed. This is an eyewitness account and it says this in verse 33 about the Roman soldiers, the ones that were holding these swords. They came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, so they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. So why do you think he might have done that? Do you think it might have been because the soldier wanted to check that he was really dead? I think because the soldier knew that he'd be killed. If he let Jesus off the cross, he wanted to check. And you know what happens? On the cross, I did some more research. I looked into the method that that the Romans used to kill Jesus. And normally when someone died on the cross, they died of a heart failure. And when the heart fails, apparently I've been reading in my research, you get some fluid around the heart and the lungs, which looks clear, clear fluid. So when the spear went into Jesus' side, it would have looked like blood and water. And have a look. That's what came out. That's what they saw. 
which shows that Jesus really was dead. So there you go. Done some research. My first thought, maybe he wasn't really dead. Not true. He definitely died on the cross. So there we go. That's one thing. Let's have another song. And we'll come back in a minute and you can help me find another clue. And we'll carry on with our investigation whether Jesus really did rise from the dead, okay? We see what the investigator has found out next. Okay, so we've worked out that Jesus definitely died on the cross. So my first thought, that he didn't really die, that's wrong. So what happens next after someone dies? What happens next? Where's their body put normally? Rosie, do you know? In a tomb. Well done. In a tomb. That's what they did back in the day when Jesus died. Now we normally use a grave, but then they used a tomb. And does anyone know what a tomb is? Kind of a hole... In, in some rock, yeah, and it's got a stone rolled in front of it. So when Jesus died, his body was put in a tomb, and his, his bones were put in there so that everyone could, um, that's, that's where he was. So I thought to myself, hmm, I don't think I'm the first person that's ever had these questions. I don't think I'm the first person that's ever questioned whether Jesus really did rise from the dead. It's quite an amazing thing to happen, isn't it? And if I was living at the time... I think I would have questioned it back then as well. So if I was living at the time, what could I have gone and do, done? How can you find out if someone's really risen from the dead? Where could you go to find out? How about the tomb? Do you think you could go to the tomb and find out if Jesus really, really did rise from the dead? You could go and check, couldn't you? See if the bones are there. So who wants to come and help me find my second clue? Who wants to come to the front? Je- <laughs> We want, to be, we want to be fair, though, don't we? How about, how about Joe? How about you sit down? Maybe you can do the next one. Rosie, I think I saw you. Put your hand up quite soon. You need to find a package with a number two on it. Okay? See if you can find a number two. Oh, look carefully. It's quite a deep bag. Don't lose your arm. There should be one in there. I think you're looking in the wrong place. Look in there. In that, that main bit there. There you go. Has that got a two on? Yes. Okay, can you open that up for me and find out what's inside? Wow, what's that? A bone. Should I help you there? Can you hold it up so everyone can see it? A huge, great, big bone. Look at that. Do you think that's a bone from a human? I don't think so. <laughs> bit too big. Even a really big giant couldn't have a bone that big. Thanks, Rosie. Have a seat. Thanks, guys. It's from Goliath. It, from Goliath, it might be, yeah. <laughs> a bone from Goliath. Could be that big, couldn't it? So here's our second clue. The second clue is, when those people, back in Jesus' day, went to the tomb, they found it was empty. There were no bones in there. Nothing at all. Do you know how we know that? Well, I've been reading another book in the Bible... If you flick on from John's Gospel over a couple of books to Acts and read the book of Acts, you'll find some amazing stories. And you'll find some stories about the disciples. I'll grab that now, Joe. I'll just put that with the other one. Thank you. Thanks, mate. The disciples, um, at the start of the church, they preached to everyone that would listen about Jesus. 
And do you know one of the main things they preached about? It was the resurrection. They said, Jesus has risen from the dead and we are witnesses. We've seen it. And there's another thing that I found out in the book of Acts. It wasn't just the disciples preaching. There were lots of enemies who didn't like them. And these enemies really wanted to stop the disciples from preaching about Jesus. They really didn't want them to to, to preach about Jesus. Now these enemies, if they really wanted to stop the disciples' message, and if Jesus hadn't risen from the dead, what could they have done? Yeah, what could they have done? They could have killed the disciples, yeah. That might have caused even more more problems, because that wasn't really a very good thing to do. What they could have done is gone to the tomb, if Jesus hadn't risen from the dead, and got the bones, couldn't they? If they'd have come out from the tomb with the bones, then that would have undermined everything the disciples were preaching. That was a really simple thing they could have done to stop the disciples' message going out. But they didn't do it. Why? Because the tomb was empty. There were no bones in there. Everyone knew where the tomb was. It was a public place. But no one went and got the bones because they weren't there. So that's our second clue, our second piece of evidence. Jesus really died and the tomb really was empty. So we're going to come back after one more song. And I've got one last piece of evidence that's going to help us work out if Jesus really did rise from the dead, okay? Before I go, how's the colouring going? Going alright? Yeah? I'm going to need every single letter to be coloured, so if there's any left that haven't been coloured, see if you can find those and finish them off. Okay? Great. Let's have another song. Have a seat, everyone. Now, I was hired onto this investigation because I'm good at asking questions and I'm good at being suspicious. And at first, I thought, no, there's no way. There's no way Jesus could have risen from the dead. But I'm starting to wonder if it actually might have happened. He really died, and the tomb really was empty. And I want to tell you now about some more research I've been doing, some more investigations, which I think give some of the strongest evidence that I've found yet that Jesus might actually have really risen from the dead. You want to find out? You want to hear what it is? So I'd like someone to come up and help me. Someone, Joe, you want to come up and help me? Yeah, find the third piece of evidence? Yeah, okay. There's one more thing in the bag. Well done, you've waited very patiently. See if you can reach in. You might need to put your whole body in there. It's quite, quite deep down at the bottom. There you go. Great. What have we got there? Open it up and find out. A pen. And what else have you got there? A piece of wood. And what's the piece of wood got on it? Some dotted lines. Do you think, Joe, you could draw with the pen along the dotted lines? Could you do that for me? Yeah, see if you can do that for me. I'll help you to take the lid off the pen. There you go. See if you can draw along the dotted lines for me. Really carefully. And what you're doing now is something that the very early Christians would have done. I'll show you what it is. I'll show everyone what it is when, I, when you finish, Joe. Great job, well done. Excellent. Good job. Thank you very much. Can you stand up and hold that up and show everyone what you've just drawn? Stand up, stand up as tall as you can. Hold it right up in the air so everyone can see. Can everyone see that? What is it, Joe? What's the, what's the shape of? A 
fish. Okay, thanks, Joe. Have a seat. Now, this is something that the very early Christians would have done. In the Roman Empire, when the people who were ruling didn't like them, wanted to kill them, the early Christians would have made this mark on the wall to show everyone they were a friend. It was their secret sign to say, I'm a Christian. It's a sign of a fish. And it's a sign to represent Jesus' followers, the disciples. Now this, I think, is one of the strongest evidences I've found yet that Jesus really did rise from the dead. It's his disciples. And the first thing I want to share with you that I've learned about the disciples, have a seat, guys. Have a seat. Thanks, Nolan. Is this. They really saw Jesus. So there are loads of accounts in the Bible of people who actually saw Jesus risen from the dead, and it got written down. Now, when I first heard this, with my private detective thinking cap on, I thought, what might have happened, what might have happened, is that people imagined they saw Jesus. And many, many years later, they remembered in, in their memories. You know, sometimes you remember things a long time ago, and it all feels a bit strange, and you're not sure, you're not sure what really happened. People remembered something that they'd seen a long time ago, and they thought Jesus had risen from the dead. They, saw, they thought they'd seen him, but they didn't really. So I thought, I know, I'll go to the Bible and see if there are any accounts of people seeing Jesus from really early on, before their memory had a chance to sort of change it and and warp it and, and, and make them think they saw something they hadn't really seen. So I want to share with you something I found from another book in the Bible. If you've got a Bible, please turn to 1 Corinthians and chapter 15. This is amazing. Someone, one of my detective friends put me onto this. He said, you've got to read this bit in the Bible. If you're, if you're looking into Jesus being raised from the dead, you've got to read this. 1 Corinthians 15. Now, can anyone volunteer to read this for me? Who might be able to read something for me? Do you reckon you could, Toby? Yeah? I'll give you a hand. All right? See if you can read 15 from verse 3. Now need... I could remind you, brothers. Oh, from, from the little number 3 here. Oh. Importance. Importance. What I also re- received. Received that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. 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 For that he was buried. That he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Great. Thanks, Toby. That he was. Great job. Thanks, mate. So Paul writes down, I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received. So Paul's saying, I received this and I'm giving it on to you. And he says that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, that's another name for Peter, then to the twelve. And then Paul says... Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Now what Paul's sharing there is kind of um, an early creed. Does anyone know what a creed is? It's something that people recite to share what they believe. So this is something the early Christians would have recited to each other to share the, the core truths they believed about Jesus. And it says... He died for our sins, he was buried, he was raised, and he appeared to Peter and the twelve. And then he appeared to more than 500 people. 
Now, this letter we're reading from, 1 Corinthians, is one of the earliest letters that Paul wrote. Only about 20 years after Jesus died and rose again. But this creed that he's quoting here is probably much earlier than that. Maybe only a few years after Jesus rose, this creed was being spoken by the early Christians. And they're saying there, and it's in writing, that Jesus was seen by many, many eyewitnesses. Now, another idea I had was, when I was thinking about how I could explain this to my detective uh, boss who gave me this, this case, I'm a bit worried about reporting back to him. I need to give an answer. And I, I thought to myself, maybe the people remembered it wrongly and it was written down a long time after the event. So that can't be true because of this bit. Then I thought maybe the people who saw Jesus were really hallucinating. Do you know what hallucination is? It's when people think they've seen something but haven't really seen it. But there's a problem with that too because 500 people saw him at the same time. And you don't get mass hallucinations. You can't get lots of people seeing the same thing at the same time. That doesn't work. So it can't have been hallucinations. So this is really good evidence that people really did see Jesus. He really was seen by eyewitnesses. And the other, the other bit of evidence about the Jesus' disciples that I think is really, really important is the change that happened in their lives. So we read in the Bible, I've been reading this book quite a bit as you can tell, and we read that straight after Jesus' death, his disciples were hiding away in an upstairs room. Why? Why didn't they were hiding? Jesus, their leader, has just died because they were afraid. They were really afraid. The Jews had just killed Jesus and they were his closest friends. They thought, the Jews are going to kill us too. They were hiding away in an upstairs room, really scared. And then, just a few days later, what are they doing in the book of Acts? They're standing up in front of everyone, preaching, saying, Jesus is alive. We've seen him, and he can forgive you, and he can give you eternal life. What a change. How does that happen? How do people change like that just, just in a few days? It doesn't happen unless they've really seen something amazing, like a person really coming back to life from the dead. So I'm, I've been doing some research, and I'm thinking, maybe this really happened. Maybe this really happened. Because the other thing, people don't die for something that's made up. Another idea I had was that, well, maybe the disciples stole the body. Maybe they stole the body to, to make up this story about Jesus rising from the dead. But then most of the disciples actually died for what they were preaching. And people don't die for something they've made up, do they? You don't die for something you know isn't, isn't true. So we've got all this evidence. We've got the fact that Jesus really did die on the cross. He really was buried. The tomb really was empty. And he was seen by all these people. And they were willing to die for him. So I'm starting to think maybe this really happened. Maybe this really did happen. I'm starting to think that Jesus maybe really might have risen from the dead. And if that's true, if that really is true that he rose from the dead, that has to change everything. Because, I mean, first of all, it's amazing that anyone would rise from the dead at all. But Jesus wasn't an ordinary man. He wasn't just anyone. Jesus claimed to be the son of God. He claimed to be God himself. And it was, it was him that rose from the dead. So if Jesus really did rise again, then everything he said about himself must have been true. He must really have been God. And he said loads of other things as well. He said stuff about um, every one of us being born um, apart from him, that we're dead apart from him. He said that we can't have eternal life and we can't have the life we were made for unless we believe in him and trust in him. And he offered that life to everyone. He says, I'm God and I've come to give you life with me. And if he rose from the dead, that must be true. And that's amazing. And that makes me think, wow, 
I need to think more about Jesus. Because if he really is alive, that changes my life. It means I can't live how I want anymore. It means I have to take Jesus really seriously. I have to look into whether he really is who he said he is. Everything he said about himself. I need to follow him if he really is who he said he was. And he really rose from the dead. Wow. What about you guys? If, if you're the same people who were here last week and you were singing about him, you were standing up and praising, praising God that Jesus rose from the dead, then you must know him. And if you know him and he's really alive, then I've read in this Bible that he's living in your hearts. That must be amazing. You must, that must really help you in your life. You must like, not have to worry about anything because you know that God lives in your heart. You must not have to be afraid. I wish I could know that. Wow, if Jesus is really alive, then you guys must just have the best life that you could ever have hoped for. Living with the God of heaven who loves you and leads you and guides you. Wow. I'm so glad that I've come here this morning, I mean this afternoon. I'm so glad that I've done this, this investigation because I really think that I'm going to go away and find out more about Jesus. I think he's amazing. And I think you should too. <laughs>